The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Hey, everybody, this is The Ash Holes. Each week, they smoke a different cigar, sometimes the same cigar, but mostly different, and they give their honest impression. They always assign an official Ash Holes rating to that cigar. So, pull up a chair, light up, relax, be an Ash Hole too. It's very rewarding. Hello and welcome. We are broadcasting live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. This is the Ash Hole Podcast and we are the Ash Holes. Today we will be talking um, about um, a special seesaw is the, the best way I could think to describe it. Is that the delightful? As that is the delightful news. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be discussing the top five humidor accessories you need for your uh, humidification system and also the do's and don'ts of humidification, uh, as well as smoking the La Giana Maduro. So before we get into all of that, let's talk about our cigar, which we paired with lovely donuts. They can't see my beautiful jelly-filled donut back here. From Clem's Bakery, brought to us by Chef Charlie in the audience today. So thank you uh, yeah, for the donuts, thank you. Chef Charlie. Food we is always appreciate appreciated. We always appreciate food. Um, and we're going to light our cigar today by the official lighting, brought to you by Perdomo Cigars, the hottest brand in the land, a company founded on quality, tradition, and excellence. Perdomo excellence. Cigars. Oh, you're going to do the whisper now? <laughs> no. Oh, we don't want to co-op I got that. excited. This is from some loser podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Only the largest cigar podcast in, uh, in the world. In the world. But, you know, that's fine. <laughs> so, has everyone here smoked this before? Mm-hmm. Yes? Many times. I know Ed has. I'm I sure. have. Yes. I love this cigar. I don't know about you guys, but this is this is one of my go-tos, especially for breakfast. You know, when I want a cigar in the morning. Um, everything about it is Honduran. Uh, it's just wrapped in a Maduro wrapper. And I really like how it really is a lighter-bodied cigar, but you get some sweetness off of that wrapper. I think it's perfect with coffee in the morning. And um, it's not too strong. So it's one of my all-time favorites. Yep, delicious. <laughs> is that it? That's your official? That's delicious. That's my official word on that first puff, which I've had many times. So it's not going to be any surprises here. I think it's delightful. Yeah, not well, I find that. most things delightful, yeah. as you know. So that word that's just has up, no meaning anymore, which <laughs> lines up with some of these stories. So that's true. But Ed, also, like I, I, I don't think you're telling the truth when you talk about how you find things delightful because I talked to you after the show and you're never delightful. Not impressed. You're never. Much. You are. You I'm can be fine, delightful. but you're not delighted by a whole lot. No, I'm not. So yeah, not much that moves the needle. No, not much that moves the needle. So. um this cigar, I also part of the reason why I like it is it's priced pretty well. Uh, the single is eight ninety nine for the Toro size, which is what we're smoking today, and a box of twenty is uh, one fifty two ninety nine. So I think. For Do we the, know the ring gauge on this Toro? Mm, I don't. It seems bigger than a fifty. Yeah, I think it's fifty four. It's a hefty Toro. Yeah, it is a hefty Toro. Yeah, it's hefty. It is. I don't know. I like it. I think this. I mean, this will last me about an hour. Hour fifteen, it does burn. Oh, I would quickly. think at least. Yeah, I mean it's pretty firmly packed too. So yeah, there's a lot of material. To this go is through. a. This is my dad buys the natural, mm-hmm. but um, when we came out here and I interviewed, uh, he got set up with all the. This is the biggest cigar shop we'd ever been to, so he got set up with everything, and this is one of the ones in the natural that he took home. He kind of likes that smooth and buttery, 
creamy cigar, and mm-hmm. he ended up, he's a box buyer of this now. He absolutely loves the, the La Giana. And it's so. really one of the biggest cigar shops anybody's been to. That's fair. <laughs> really. Yeah, that's fair. We, uh, yeah, ours back home is like the size of this table, like for the wow. record. It's so <laughs> tiny. Yeah. And we, and that's a treat to go there. It's just, it's so tiny. It's not a great state to be selling cigars because of the taxes and then uh, yep. you come somewhere like here and it's, it's crazy the mm-hmm. amount of facings yeah. that we have in one shop. So especially the Nashua store. Yeah. Massive. Huge, yeah. Massive. So it's winter time in case you didn't notice mm. by the fact that it's 15 degrees outside. Um, and one question I'm getting a lot in the shop and uh, talking to you guys a lot about is actually humidity and mm-hmm. taking care of cigars in the winter. Um, cause it gets a little tricky, right? And so I thought it can be, yeah. this is a great time to talk about the do's and don'ts of taking care of your cigars and humidifying your cigars properly. And mm-hmm. that way, when someone asks me a question, I can just show them this episode and not have to answer it. No, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm give, kidding. Give them an assignment. <laughs> like, hey, here's your homework. Here, watch this. <laughs> Let's increase listen. our views. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so let's, uh. Let's dive into the do's and don'ts of humidifying and taking care of your cigars. So uh, I do feel like there's a lot of common misconceptions and um, things that people do that are kind of outdated when it comes to the, mm-hmm. the caring just for misinformation, the yeah. misinformation. Yeah. You find it on threads on YouTube and it's just not the right way to, to take care of a cigar. Um, so you have a humi- humidor, um, obviously different sizes. And one of the major questions that I get asked is should it be wiped down with water and seasoned. Like is priming it, yeah, seasoning it. Yes. I would say no. Major no. Major no. Because that is a prime, uh, I guess, primer to grow mold and things like that. Yeah, that. And it's also just automatically swelling that wood. Mm-hmm. So it's, And you warp. And yeah, warp. Some will say it raises the grain, yep. which can cause damage to the wrapper over time. Right. And... Really, there's no reason to. Why yeah. are you, you just got a humidor? Why are you all of a sudden in a hurry? Right, you know? exactly. Right. You can allow that. Even <laughs> you if can it go takes, a couple of days, and right. the cigar is not going to go bad. You right. Know? Exactly. Exactly. So that's one that that I actually I get asked, and, I, and I've seen people uh, they'll bring in their humidor and they can't figure out why it's like cracking in certain like parts, and it's because it was soaked in <laughs> yeah. water and it's oh, yeah. swelling now. So don't do that. Definitely don't do that. Um, tracking humidity can also be challenging, right? And I guess temperature too. But if you right. generally keep it in your house and you know what your house temperature is running, <laughs> people, you should you know, be okay. Keep your humidity um, in your house. Yeah. I had one guy say he kept it in his garage. Oh, I was like, oh, that's, that's yeah, tough. bring it yeah, inside. Yeah. So, and yeah, by the way, if you're in a hurry when you first get the humidor, it is acceptable to put a little dish of distilled water in mm-hmm. there, and then that will speed it along marginally. Right. But there's really yeah. no hurry. But don't wipe it down no. With, no. with water. That's just It's going to just end up creating more problems down the road for you than it is helping you get to where you want to be faster. So <laughs> my dad does the distilled dish. Um, mm-hmm. He takes yeah. it in and out depending on what his humidity is reading. Um, so, yeah, a guy keeps his humidor in the garage. Don't do that. Because you definitely need to have a temperature-controlled room. Yep. Um, Huge fluctuations cause some big issues. Yeah. yeah um, that affects it, your humidity. And he, he was telling me that his his um, his uh, hydrometer was reading uh, like 60, 65 degrees, which his, I assume his garage was not. And so we started talking about how those analog hydrometers can really be uh, off 
And is that it's a hydrometer? Hydrometer? Hygrometer. Hygrometer? Hygrometer. It's hydrometer but in our If you're talking system. about temperature, strictly speaking, that's a thermometer. It's a thermometer. thermometer. Well, well they typically come in, yeah, they do in, come in two packs, like this guy right here. Um, but it was off. Like, <laughs> it was off by a lot. Oh, yeah. And so one of the recommendations we always say is get a digital one because that's yep. going to read a lot more accurately to the tenth of the percent or degree mm-hmm. versus ten whole percents or degrees off with an analog. So definitely need to uh and easier to upgrade. adjust a lot yeah. yeah to and to like set this up literally all you do is pull the plastic part out of the back of the battery and you're ready to go and you can just there's one button and you can switch mm-hmm. it between fahrenheit and celsius and boom you're yeah just you're set easier over right. it is you know a lot of people spend a lot of time trying to calibrate them precisely mm-hmm. but if they're okay. off by plus or minus one percent who cares yeah exactly. you know it's it's well within range right yeah it can yeah one one percent is fine 10 is where it gets a little a little uh that's a problem problem. (laughs) yeah 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 um and we and we primarily i don't even think we have any analog ones now that i think about it it's all digital down there Mm. just to it is just more accurate you know I think we used to have them in the shop, Did we? and then they just keep coming back, and yeah. this doesn't work right. And after a while, you don't want to sell something. It's a little different. Doesn't work well. between like just replacing a battery, right? <laughs> like yeah. it's not working. Let me replace. And then you have some of the like lower cost humidors that haven't built in. And it's like right. don't trust that. Yeah, yeah that's the, that. You know. That's the other thing is is even despite like your humidor having it, we do recommend buying a digital one because it's just going to be more and you can see then the differences between the analog and the digital and what it's um what it's showing Mm -hmm. so um another don't what uh, i just want to know what if if you know this one what's the cap your humidity should be at the absolute highest the absolute Absolute highest highest. um you might i wouldn't ever go over 70 percent some people might say you can go to 72 but you're going to, especially depending on the temperature, start to invite uh, mold yeah. growth. Mm-hmm. If I hit 68, I'm like, oh, man, that's not good. You yeah. know, right. start backing down yeah. immediately. So Yeah, I mean, I just checked mine mm-hmm. remotely before the show. and Fancy. I'm running at 62%, which I'm perfectly happy yep. with. Yeah, uh, totally acceptable. The Maduros burn better yes. at that humidity. 100%. And, you know, like any of these... Mine will be different in the winter mm-hmm. from what it is in it's the very summer. Touchy, yeah. Especially here in New England. I mean, winter yeah. and summer, you get super dry in winter and super humid in summer. Yeah. In so, I, you know, I might be off 4% between summer mm-hmm. and winter, but not nothing more than that. Now, do you, you, you have to adjust accordingly, though, right? Well, I use, you know, much like the Cigar Oasis there, I use active humidification. Okay. So, I've got... A thermometer, hygrometer, electronic. Built that, into that thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mine are two separate units. Mm-hmm. It's not. Okay. Because, you know, I think my reservoir is, you know, about that big. I mean, it's, your humidor is the size of a house, so, right? <laughs> I was going to say, what's your count? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's too few, high to count. A few thousand. Yeah. <laughs> a it's, few thousand. Oh, it's, um, it's probably at least six feet tall. A little part of that is legs, but four very large (laughs) divided drawers plus three storage drawers. I mean, there's a lot of space in it. Mm -hmm. Is it full? No. Okay. No. It smokes them too much. (laughs) Yeah, that's (laughs) Nothing can keep up with that. I see how it smokes cigarettes. You know, what I'll find, though, is filling the reservoir might be 
six times in the winter and, yeah. and twice yeah. the whole rest of the year. Yeah, wow. That's, that's frequent. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's way often, yeah. Yeah, and uh, this has good seals on it, yeah. but, you know, you're just going to lose some of the humidity. It's so dry if out. If you open it once, you know. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Yeah. It, you know. <laughs> so the that's, frequency that you open it. You know? So you keep yours at 62? <laughs> Um, you know, typically I'd be going for 64, 65 for a long-term storage. What do you keep saying? 64 is kind of like my goal. Mine's holding at 65 pretty consistently. Um, yeah, I think that's perfect. And I think that's one of the misconceptions because we'll talk about this with customers and they'll say 70 to 72, right? Well, what everybody is stuck on is 70, 70. 70 degrees, 70 percent. That hasn't been true since the 70s. Right? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's interesting where the 70 percent came from. And if you grab that bottle right there, that's probably PG solution. Yeah, propylene glycol mm-hmm. mixed with water. And that's just the characteristic of propylene glycol. Mm-hmm. It regulates to 70 percent. Yep. So it's an easy way to go about getting to 70, mm-hmm. but. Not necessarily the ideal right. humidity. Yeah. And that's, that's again, something. We, we I know people who have a little bit of this and, like, a different gel pouch with distilled water or something like that. At the same time? Or? Yeah. Oh. And we'll, we'll kind of oh. talk about how those are probably <laughs> trying Fighting to each fight other. each other a little yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, 70. I, I think 70. My cigars don't smoke as well when they're... No, when no. they're I mean, if you have a a dark, thick wrapper, it's kind of, you need that lower humidity for it to really burn well. So the dues for your, for your, um, your humidor and maintaining a a good cigar. So keep, we even said down to 57 for your humidity, 57 to 67 was ideal Mm -hmm. because that that little breathing room, um, especially in the winter, humidity has a tendency to jump around a little bit. So that breathing room. Uh, with the 60, 65 to 67, I would even say, allows yeah. for that, that spike. You know, I think part of the problem is people tend to obsess too much about humidity. Yes. You need yeah. to keep an eye on it, but I haven't obsessed, and I've got cigars that are 25 years old and mm-hmm. still smoking very well. Twenty? You have 25-year-old cigars? Yeah. You know that's older than me, right? Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, Why yeah. haven't you smoked them yet? <clears throat> uh, <laughs> some of them are... Special things. Are they you know? collect, like collectible? Well, like you one, just won't. Ever. One in particular, I had some bands made to put on cigars okay. when my daughter was born, oh, and okay. she just turned 23 this week. So those ones are 23. They weren't great cigars. So <laughs> just for me, they're just more like a, a personal collectible. I mean, that's like at any really, point. really old cigar. Yeah. It's like it's more about what it is right. than what yeah. it tastes like. Yeah. yeah. Then I've got, uh, you know, some of the original Camacho release. Oh, wow. You know, okay. So, Holy cow. Yeah, those are good. That's I, impressive. I smoke them now and then. <laughs> <laughs> um, one other thing that I just wanted to, to throw out there is checking the seal on your humidor. And I don't, mm-hmm. I assume yours is like doors if it's, uh, if it's that big. Drawers. So it's a it little bit drawers. more. So it's a little bit more. Inch- yeah. So I just have a pretty traditional Desktop, 200 count. Yeah. yeah. And the way you can check your seal, because we'll, we'll um, troubleshoot everything with people and we still can't figure it out. And the last thing is check your seal. And the way you do that is just lay a dollar bill down uh, by the seam of your humidor, close it. And if you pull the dollar bill out really easily and it just slips right out, your seal's gone. Yeah. It's, it's it should not bite it. Yeah, it should, it should have some tension. It's not going to rip it, but it's going gonna, it's gonna, to um, 
be a struggle to get out. And that's how, you know, your seal's good. So check yeah. your seal, especially before you buy a humidor. Well, you know, especially like before. Before but, you drop the money. But also uh, looking around that edge because it's not just that yeah. one, you know, closing yeah. spot. You want to make sure it's not wobbly or anything. Check your hinges. As, yeah. as long as we're talking buying, do do yourself a favor and avoid a glass top humidor. Yes, that's yeah. just one big <laughs> leaky smell. Yeah. It's the same with those built-in hygrometers. It's like one more place for air right. to get For in. everything to escape, yeah. It's it's just not going to be as accurate. Um, the other thing, and I'm not just saying this because we sell cigars, but you should at least keep your humidor 50% full. At least. Yeah. At a bare minimum. Oh, yeah. Because... It's and the cigars themselves help regulate right. yep. the humidity. Right. And, you know, we'll recommend to people, even if they don't want to spend the money for their normal cigars to fill the humidor, you can buy inexpensive ones. Yep. yep. And you'll, then you'll have something to offer to people when they come, but it'll help a it's lot. Help it's regular, I mean, that's yeah. why they use cedar. It's because right. cedar yep. regulates that swell and... and uh, dehydration pretty slowly yeah and cigars help do the same thing absolutely it's a nice little trick and also you know come buy your cigars at two guys smoke shop while you're at it to fill your uh, humidor so i figured you know do's and don'ts we're going to switch it up a little bit today since our top five is about things to help you with your humidification we should do the top five in the first half so we can give you that advice okay Today's top five is brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, the medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavor blue label. Series Five Five has it all. Five Five equals the perfect 10, and that's what you get every time. The only thing better than a Five Five cigar is two of them, so you can share with a friend. And now, here's today's top five list. So these are in no particular order. Um, these are just the top five that we have in the shop and things that I have a lot of success using in my personal humidor. I don't know exactly what you guys use. You said you had the digital mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. control. So that's kind of what we've got up here. But these are all things that are going to make your life a lot easier when it comes to maintaining your cigars and your humidification. Um, and we did mention propylene glycol solution, right? So this is really nice. We do make this in-house. And the other reason why I really like propylene glycol is that it's anti it has antifungal and anti-mold mm -hmm. properties. So keeping this in there is going to keep that stuff from growing. And we always recommend anybody... You just spray it all over your humidor, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, please don't do that. No, don't do that. <laughs> Put it in a container. Um, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to keep any grossness from growing in your humidor. And um, I don't like grossness. No. Really? No. At all? A little bit. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing, and these are, these are a little different. Uh, I guess the next one would be a gel cylinder is what I call them. Mm -hmm. um, these already are, you can't, I don't know if you can really tell, they're already hydrated. Um, and you s unscrew the top, you pull the little paper part off, and you just set it in your humidor. If you're worried about space, there's other alternatives. Yeah, they have like tube-shaped, cigar-shaped, mm -hmm. basically. Yeah, so. I, I use one of these. Um, the other thing I like about this is I can take it in and out as needed. Uh, mm -hmm. Like I'll have a spike sometimes, and I'll keep it out for a little bit, put it back in. Um, and these things are really convenient for... Wish. Which is a good point. In the winter, if you need to, you can supplement your humidification to keep it at an acceptable yep. level. Right. Yep. Exactly. Little boost. And yep. and taking it out in the summer, which I right. frequently have to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just I just screw it back on and set it off to the side. So the the other one, and this is kind of in the same family, is the part of the reason why I like this a little better and I'll and I'll show people is um the 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 gel 
pellets in here are not uh, hydrated yet. You can mm -hmm. kind of hear them shaking around in there. But the nice thing about this guy is that it has a, oh, that's a terrible noise, a, um, yep. <laughs> a magnet on the backside of it. And you can actually stick this to the, the, the top lid. of your, yeah. your humidor, mm -hmm. and it's going to stay there, open and close with it. Um, and that way it's not getting everywhere. And Sticks to the top of your humidor if it has, unless it has a, a sticky side too, like a uh, diamond ground has the metal inside the lid. Right. Mm -hmm. But if it's like a glass top or something like that, right. it's not going to. The, the one I had, the one I had didn't have one, and this has got like the stickers it to it. It has stickers so. to it so that for magnets. Mm -hmm. can, just a tip on those, do not over-hydrate them yeah. because then they will drip on your yep. cigars. The pellets will over, yeah. Yeah, I had an experience with that. It wasn't in my humidor yet, but I like left it on the counter for a little bit mm -hmm. and I came, I don't yeah. know, it was probably four hours yeah, later, came that. back and I was like, oh crap. So <laughs> overdid it on that. Um, obviously, we mentioned this before, digital hydrometer. This thing's really nice. This is the exact one that I use in my humidor and also has the little... Stick magnetic backing, which should stuck to the ceiling for me too. Really easy to use. Again, you just pull the plastic piece out and you get your reading. The battery is there and it's just, it's extremely accurate. So yeah, I don't know what one you and, said yours is uh, built in, right? Yeah. 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 And then you've got something, you know, like the Cigar Oasis. Yes. And that one is Wi-Fi enabled. Mm -hmm. So... If you're worried about, and some people, you know, it's uh, self-defeating. They're opening their humidor all the time mm -hmm. to see what the humidity is in it. So there are solutions mm -hmm. where you don't need to open the humidor to see the humidity. And in fact, there's, you know, other units out there that are just hygrometers mm -hmm. that are either Bluetooth or Wi-Fi enabled, mm -hmm. where you can check without opening up the unit with a little app on your phone, right? Little or app, like yeah. That. yeah, yeah. So those are those are becoming really popular. Yeah, yep. everywhere. Also, uh, any unit that uses water, actual water, you wouldn't want to use tap water. You need distilled water, things that because otherwise you're going to get buildup, yep. mold, growth, growth, yeah. any kind of contaminants in there. Always, you don't distilled. want that. Yep. Always, always distilled, and no propylene glycol in the cigar oasis. No, yeah. Well, <laughs> don't do water, that. Yeah, don't try to substitute water with yep. propylene glycol. Don't do That's that. No good. Um, so those are those are just top five, and these are all things that we have downstairs. Um, but especially in the winter, as people are trying to figure out what's going on with their humidor and why things are spiking, and 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 um, what's the opposite of spiking? Shrinking. Yeah, it's it's yeah. It's just not really a good word for that. It's kind it? of a it's kind of a it's kind of a process the to unspike. to unspike. <laughs> I, I hate that even more. Um, it's just a process to to kind of level everything off. And these are all things that can help you. And these are the top five accessories to help you with your humidification problems. Dipping. That's a better word. Dipping. Yeah. Big Spiking dip, and dipping. A big dip. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if I like that either. Plummet. Because I associate that with like... Plummeting. Plummeting. <laughs> Plummeting humidity. Think stock market. I don't know. We're going to Google this. <laughs> Google this. All right. Uh, why don't we take a break? And when we come back, we will continue smoking the La Giana Maduro. Only Great Leaf makes great cigars. Aganorsa Leaf stands out because of the distinctive mouth-watering flavors of the Corojo 99 and the Criollo 98 seeds cultivated by Cuban agronomists on the best lands in Jalapa and Esteli, Nicaragua. When you smoke one of the JFR, JFR Lunatic, Guardian of the Farm, or Casa Fernandez cigars, 
you will experience the unique taste and aroma that makes Aganor Salif different than any other tobacco in the world. Smoke one today and enjoy the signature flavor of Aganor Salif. Hello, cigar aficionados. This is Klaus Kellner from Davidoff Cigars. I invite you to taste the elements with Davidoff Escurio, Nicaragua, and Yamasa. From water comes originality. Savor the sweet and spicy originality of the Davidoff Escurio tobaccos born by the rains of Bahia, Brazil. From fire comes intensity. Enjoy the bittersweet aromas and fiery intensity of the Davidoff Nicaragua. From earth comes complexity. Taste the earthy flavors and complex spices that are unique to the red soil of the Yamasa region in Dominican Republic. Only Davidoff Master Blenders could take the power of nature and blend it into a range of exceptional cigars. Each element making each cigar a unique experience. Water, fire, earth. Flavors that have risen from the very world itself. I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. Davidoff Cigars. Cigar adventures to a wider world. Looking for a mild cigar? Don Rafael is just that. Solidly constructed, and it offers up a mellow experience that holds a ton of universal appeal. This is just one of the reasons for Don Rafael's enormous success. Looking to get your friend into smoking cigars? The Don Rafael cigar is absolutely the right choice. The brand originally set out to outdo the competition, but for the price, there is no competition. You can't beat Don Rafael, it outsells them all. Don Rafael can be enjoyed any time of the day, all day, and cigar after cigar. The Don Rafael has a smooth, mellow aroma that will not linger. Draped in a seamless golden brown Connecticut wrapper, Dominican long fillers, and a Dominican binder complete the blend. Expect earthy notes with some hints of cedar throughout. And as far as quality everyday blends go, for a mild cigar smoker, it doesn't get more satisfying than this. Remember this, Don. Don Rafael. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly tailed head and value, value, value. There are Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark, Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what you do expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional. A flavorful journey into sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take a journey. And we're back live in the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and we're smoking the La Giana Maduro. And if you don't already follow us on social media, you should find us on Facebook as The Ashholes, on Twitter at The Ashholes, and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. 
And if you're bored on a Tuesday afternoon and you have nothing to do, you should definitely come see us live sometime. We have a great studio audience today. Four awesome people. One brought us donuts. So I mean, there's a winner right there. You know, we yeah. got a winner. Not that it's competition, but it's it sure winner. is. Uh, <laughs> okay, hey, don't listen to Aaron. Um, so we uh, we had a ton of giveaway entries uh, for Toscano last week, hmm. and I think it's time that we draw our giveaway winner. And I'm going to have Aaron do Ooh, the honors of that. Time, huh? And. Oh, drama. Drama. We have Julian Wolf. Julian Wolf. Ben has the photos. This was Julian's submission. And I. this was interesting. He paired his Tuscanello with, with espresso cream, like in a can. Okay. It looked interesting. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I've, I've had something similar before. You've had something? I've never yeah. seen something like Not that. Not mm-hmm. yeah. uh, Even Starbucks has something like that. Yeah. yeah. Do they really? Yep. Sure. I'm really behind in the you coffee game. You gotta get out more, I, <laughs> dude. I just make my coffee at home in my French press. I occasionally get Starbucks. I treat myself on Fridays and Saturdays, but I love yeah. my French. If you like cream in your coffee and espresso, yeah, go for it. So, Julian, I will be in contact with you. We'll get that that Ashles lighter sent to you, and uh, if you want to smoke along with us, it's the first. Uh, you'll see it. This is next month's lineup. Got a good lineup. Next week Ooh. we will be uh, diving into Lanceros with the Tabernacle Lancero. Very elegant. It'll be a long show. It's mm-hmm. gonna be a long show. We've got the uh, <laughs> Bandolero though. the week after, which nice. is an excellent smoke. Yep. The Sereno Double X Maduro mm-hmm. after Very that. Very good. Yep. And the Avo Ritmo, which I smoked uh, last week. Awesome cigar. Okay. So this is a great lineup. Uh, go ahead to twoguyscigars.com. Purchase your cigars to smoke along with us and be a part of that entry uh, so you can get an Ashel's lighter and be an honorary Ashel if you're not already. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we got fan mail, you okay. guys. We wow. got fan mail, wow. and uh, we don't get that all the time, but when fan we mail for special. Some flounder? So, so what, <laughs> what did Bruce have to say? <laughs> Bruce actually does have a question. Oh, Bruce. <laughs> That's in the chat. You guys can deal with that one. So today's fan mail comes Ooh. from Alex Acosta. He says... Okay. Dear uh, Ash, long time listener. Hi, my name is Alex, and I'm an American expat who lives on the Yucatan Peninsula in Mexico. I've been listening to the show for close to four years. Mm. At certain points, listening to this show has felt like hooking up with an ex. Something that <laughs> sounds good at the time, but a terrible idea. <laughs> but then feel immediately horrible about after the fact. You're welcome. Although that changed this past year when Sarah and Ben came onto the show as regulars. I can say now that I actually look forward to hearing the podcast and whenever possible, <laughs> wow. watching you guys on YouTube. Ben, Aaron, and Ed are a three-man version of Statler and Waldorf. <laughs> While Sarah, you provide the necessary happiness <laughs> to keep them in check. True. Thanks for the out. entertainment. Keep, keep on doing the good work and most importantly, hating on... The Ohio State Buckeyes. <laughs> Warm nice. regards and happy Tuesday. You know, Alex. You know he's Alex a real fan when he throws that in there. So I know, right? Too. He kept he kept going. Um, so the summary is the show's less depressing since I you're guess. here. I did respond. Uh-huh. I did respond to Alex and first of all thanked him for for reaching out to us because we we love hearing from our listeners. Uh, and also said, you know, I hope he enjoys this enough that. Uh, we can be introduced to mom and dad now. You know, mm. it's not like not like the ex. You know, he I should think, come see us. I, <laughs> I think, I think we, he came up for Cigar Authority one did time, he? so you should yeah, come by and see us. That's a yeah. heck of a journey. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So yeah, we uh, we appreciate you reaching out, Alex. Thank you, thank you for that. Um, and I'm in a delightful mood now. I don't know about you guys, but <laughs> always, oh, right? always. Have I got some delightful news for you? Good. That's your job. And- 
Are you tired of the news claiming the end of the world? It yes. goes something like Ooh, this. Real wrath of God type stuff. <laughs> Fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years of darkness, earthquakes, volcanoes. The dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. Enough, I get the point. Well, it's time for some delightful news. Brought to you by Cuban Delight Cigars. Well, Sarah, I don't know if you're aware <laughs> of this story. Okay. Pink seesaws at the U.S.-Mexico wall have won a design award. Woohoo! <laughs> design award. And we've got <laughs> accompanying pictures. <laughs> it looks awful. <laughs> While a wall is awful. usually designed to keep people apart, this seesaw <laughs> installation managed to bring people on both sides of the Mexico-U.S. border together. <laughs> and now the teeter-totter wall has won the 2020 Beasley Design of the Year Award, which is run by London's Design Museum. The seesaws were placed through sections of the wall and allowed people in both countries to play together. <laughs> they were installed by Ronald Rael and Virginia Sanfratello at the Ar Anapra Zone in Ciudad Juarez in Mexico. Even though they were only in place for 20 minutes, <laughs> yeah, I think we saw the military <laughs> yeah. moving in yeah. one of those pictures, video footage of people using them went viral. The creator spent 10 years on the project oh and said they wanted to talk about the border issue in a very frank way, but using humor. Tim Marlowe, chief executive and director of the Design Museum, which awarded the installation the prize, said, The teeter-totter wall encouraged new ways of human connection. It remains an inventive and poignant reminder of how human beings can transcend the forces that seek to divide us. Wow. I don't know if you've ever ridden a seesaw, but that's not always so, a friendly I was kind gonna, of interaction. I <laughs> get dropped quickly. And I love this, first of all. Like, I think this is awesome. <laughs> but my one experience was like kindergarten, and the kid on the other side. Did someone jump off? I went face first. Like, oh. he, he came wait, out. Wait, wait. So he, he, he made you go up quickly? or So fast oh, that I came <laughs> off and face first. And all I can imagine wow. is myself like going face face into that wall just like and i had a goose egg the size of my fist like it was it was mm. bad so no we, as long we, as there's yeah. no injuries i haven't like, seen a seesaw in probably oh 25 years something it's like been that. a long it's time a long but the funny thing is if you happen to see the pictures you can hmm. see on one side there's small children using the teeter-totter <laughs> small likely mexican children and on the other side, it's like middle-aged white women. <laughs> yeah. So I think that kind of clues you yeah. to what's going on uh. here. <laughs> yeah. Launch. No. Yeah. <laughs> 20 minutes. Interesting. Get him yeah. over. Get him over. <laughs> Get the fat lady in. Get the fat lady in. We got 20 minutes. Let's go. What do you do with that stepladder? Yeah, that only lasted 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 20, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I, mean, I guess, and it's but. A, more of a fence. They spent 10 years. Ten, Ten years, years for, for twenty minutes. minutes. I mean, I could have sketched that in a five, five minutes. In a <laughs> that's that's impressive. That's impressive. It's, well, they must have been deciding on color. It's heartwarming. It came down to the paint. That was heartwarming. Yeah. That's freaking delightful. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Thank you for sharing that. Well, with I said. think Ben found that one today. I did. He's oh, all about okay. delight. He's all about delight. Ben's always delightful. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what everybody says. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I just want to look at that lineup one more time, if that's okay for our audience, Ben. Um, 
It's a good lineup. I'm really excited. I know. I realize I picked a lot of dark cigars for, for the month. Yeah, we're kind of dark. But um, wise, nothing in there is like going to punch you in the face, I don't think. But no. um, Serena's got a little kick, but he's not going to knock you over. I'm, no. It does, but I'm really excited for that one. It's a slow I, burn. Yeah. It is, yeah. And I, I'm really excited for this lineup. I think uh, February is going to be a great a great month. The Avo is a square tube. Mm-hmm. It is a uh, uh, box pressed. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fun. Square and, tube. Well, that's it's a, a nice pretty, tube. Yeah. That's a pretty. It's got a nice pop to it when you yeah. open the top. It's so satisfying. I kept the one that mm-hmm. I bought because yep. I don't know what the heck I'm oh. going to use it for, but I liked it. I like the color scheme. It's a nice yeah. shade of blue with the yellow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good design. All right. They should have good design. So. Do you think they should have won the Beasley Award for 2020? <laughs> definitely not. I, I, I definitely would stick with the, uh, the, the teeter-totters. Yeah. The fence teeter-totters. So. All right, guys. we got to rate this cigar. So um, we've all smoked this before. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we all like it. Aaron, what do you? What would you uh, What would you rate the La Giana Maduro? I'm going to say 91. 91? Yeah. Okay. And the, the sweetness in it is kind of, you can kind of forget about it, but I went to the donut and then went back to it and yeah. the sweetness was, you know, gone to my palate and mm. it, it is a significant sweetness on yeah. the cigar. Yeah. Donut pairings. That was <laughs> This was the perfect thing to pair with the cigar. The donuts Absolutely. were a win. That was perfect. What about you, um, Ed? I'm going to go 89 on this one. 89? It's a very good cigar when you consider the price point. It's not expensive, and it's got a lot of flavor. For me, it's on the milder side. Mm -hmm. But um, I think the thing I like about this one, for new cigar smokers, you can have them smoke the natural, and then they can still smoke Mm -hmm. this because it's Mm -hmm. nice and mild, and they really can pick up the difference in Mm -hmm. the wrapper. And that's what a lot of times when we recommend one, we recommend the other two so they can get a feel for what a, a yep. good Maduro wrapper should taste right. like and smoke like. So, yeah. What about you, Ben, over there? Uh, I'd probably give this a 90. 90. Like okay. It's a pretty damn good cigar. The only mm-hmm. fault I have with it, I just the ring gauge is a little too much. It, mm-hmm. Yeah, That'd the ring the gauge is a bit much. But the real element that I just yeah. don't love about the cigar. This is about as big of a ring gauge as I'll go. This is about I don't I don't enjoy any any white I think it's fifty four we decided I'm right? guessing yeah, yeah. Um, right. but I'm I'm gonna give it a ninety two I love the flavor I love how it burns uh, it's rolled in the Davidoff factory I don't know if, if we mentioned that but I don't think we a, did it's a high quality cigar for a great price and so for that reason right. I give it a ninety two yeah the construction's and, always flawless yeah, that's great. perfect yeah it's a great cigar so if you if you're a little nervous to try a darker cigar. This is a great one to start out with because the filler between this and then the natural version are exactly the same. The only difference is it's a Maduro wrapper. So you kind of get the experience with the Maduro and what it should taste like, how it should smoke and things like that. So that's a, that's a win for you. So, all right, folks. Well, you should tune in next week as we smoke the Tabernacle Lancero and talk all about Lancero cigars. Mm. And what's the deal with Lanceros? Uh, you know the drill. Post your La Giana cigars to Facebook or Instagram. Tag us and hashtag the brand. And until then, you have been listening to the Ashholes Broadcasting from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. We will see you next week. expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.